Are you in a state of recovery? Do you want more clarity and direction? Have you built your foundation and wonder what lies beyond recovery? Do you want to discover what you are truly capable of? And are you ready to discover your purpose, learn to overcome your limiting beliefs, and change your mindset? Are you ready to discover the key to living a purpose-driven life? When we recover, we are returning to a normal state of health, mind, and strength. We begin the process of regaining control over something that was lost, but our journey doesn't have to stop there. This is the Road Beyond Recovery podcast. After overcoming my own 20-year battle of addiction to drugs and alcohol, I have now dedicated my life to empowering those in recovery to rewire their brain so they can change their story and enhance their recovery even further. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Road Beyond Recovery. We are four days into our seven-day podcast marathon and really... This week is about just kind of getting to know what's going to be happening. The tools and resources that are going to be available to you as we transition into the You're Sober Now What podcast. So this morning, I am just, I'm really grateful for opportunity, right? When we follow what we're passionate about, what we follow our purpose and we live more purpose-driven lives, it's amazing what we attract into our lives, right? It's, I remember, you know, when I first left my corporate job, all of a sudden it's like the doors swung wide open and all of a sudden there was all these opportunities that I didn't have before that. And it was like the universe was like, okay, awesome girl. Like you finally put both feet into this entrepreneur journey and now we are going to give you what you've been manifesting and thinking about. But you weren't committing before, right? And so that is what I'm grateful for today. Today, I wanted to talk about using meditation to enhance my sobriety. I tried meditating before I got sober. I got to be honest, I used to be a self-help junkie. When I was still in my addiction, I remember reading all of these books, you know, some of them were on uh, Buddhism, meditation, all sorts of different self-help topics. And I got really excited about those books. And then I told myself I was going to implement all the actions and do all the things. And once I read them, or even half of them, or a quarter of them, I moved on to the next thing, right? So I read them all. But the problem is, is that even though I was taking in some of that information, the only way that information is any good is if you actually use it and take action on it. And I think that's the thing when it comes to books, depending on how you read and how you educate yourself, if you're not actually taking action and working on by doing the exercise that they suggest, you're not actually going to get the benefits from it. And I did this with meditation too, because I don't know about you, but I had a real tough time being still and being present. You know, I did not have a good mindfulness practice. I was always thinking about the next thing. In fact, that's still something that I have to work on today 
because there are often times when I'm sitting in meditation or I'm in the middle of something and I start thinking about that next new bright shiny object, right? So mindfulness and being present is something that I definitely need to work on. But I think that since I started implementing meditation into my daily practice, it has definitely been a tool that I can use to enhance my sobriety. So the first time that I can really remember being consciously aware of implementing meditation is when I first got sober, because before that point, I mean, I had done it, but I couldn't even tell you when or how often I did it. And so when I was told to, you know, sit in silence, that was really difficult for me. I mean, I would sit there and all of a sudden that roommate in my head, right, the thoughts, the voices would start to tell me I need to do this. Why am I doing this? This isn't working. And it was just, it was, it was so loud, those voices, right? Maybe you should do your laundry. You're wasting time. And so what I did was I, 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 I shifted from trying to sit in silence, right, which was very difficult, to actually listening to guided meditations. Now, I had an experience that I want to share that one of my, you know, sober peers had suggested in early recovery that I have a 24-hour day of silence. And this is really mindfulness, right? And I did some meditation during this day too. And the reason she had suggested this was because I was always talking, right? And I wasn't listening enough. I didn't know how to be still. And so I did it. I did the full 24 hours. It was probably one of the harder things that I've ever had to do uh, because I love communicating. You know, I'm an introvert extrovert. So I'm very selective, right, of who I communicate with regularly. But being silent, especially during that early time in recovery when I was on that pink cloud and life was exciting and vibrant and, you know, I remember I couldn't look at any electronics and I highly recommend you do this if you haven't tried it. It was it was a really great experience. I could listen to music. I could read a book, uh, but I couldn't go on the computer or use my phone or anything like that. So I, I woke up in the morning, I had shut my phone off and I went for that full 24 hour period. And I remember the experience and feeling very antsy, right? Because when you're not able to you know, get lost in social media or on your computer, like, you know, all the stuff that distracts us, I had no more distractions. And so I think I started off reading a book. And then, you know, the voices started to tell me I needed to do something else. And how fast was the time going by and time went by really, really slow. And I thought, okay, what else could I do? So I went out in nature, I I brought my, you know, iPod with me. And I sat out and I listened to music and just sat on a park bench and just looked around, right? I love music. I absolutely love music. And so I listened to music and I just kind of sat there and I I was present. And then at one point I decided, well, I'm going to turn off the music and I'm just going to sit on this park bench and I'm going to focus on the sounds, like really work to be present because that is an area that I needed to improve. And so I just listened to you know, the the wind going through the trees. I listened to the kids playing in the background. I listened to dogs barking, cars, you know, driving out in the distance. 
And I just focused on all the different sounds, you know, how my body felt sitting on the park bench, how my feet felt um, touching the ground. You know, I took off my flip flops and put my feet in the grass and I just learned to be present in the moment and just be an observer of everything around me. And it was a very spiritual experience. So after that, I came home. Uh, I think I probably had a nap for about an hour. I'm not a big napper, uh, but I do love to get a little nap in once in a while. I read some more. I listened to music. I journaled a lot. And I I wish I had saved my journal um, from my experience back then. So you never know. I may try to do this again in the near future. But, you know, I... I, you know what, actually, as I say this out loud, I'm going to make a commitment that I'm going to do this once a month where I just do this 24 hours of silence um, because I think it was really beneficial. But anyway, I digress. I, it was difficult to get the four, the full 24 hours because as I heard my roommates coming home, of course, the first, you know, instinct is to engage with them and to want to talk to them. I remember, you know, they had picked up some ice cream for dessert and one of my roommates actually had come upstairs and knocked on my door and said hello and it was so weird that I couldn't say hello back Um, and gave me an ice cream, which was super, super cool. I love her for that. Um, And and then I just kind of laid there and I was still and I read and I continued to journal and meditate. You know, I used... um, I had some guided meditations downloaded, thank goodness. But overall, that experience really helped me to learn how to listen, to be present, to experience my surroundings. And I think that was just the start of using mindfulness and meditation to enhance my sobriety. And today I still use guided meditation. I will often look for guided meditations that relate to what I'm working on in my life at that any given moment because there's so many different topics. Um, I use the app Insight Timer, so many good meditations. I also listen to the Connected Calm Life. Uh, My friend Lane Kennedy, who I'm co-hosting the Connected Calm Life community with, she has a great uh, podcast specifically with meditation practices as well. And so I've started to really utilize meditation to help me go through what I need to go through, to help me be still, to help enhance my mood, to help me build my confidence. And I I believe in turn, that has allowed me to continue to develop my resilience, which has kept me sober. And so I believe that using meditation is such a great way and such a great tool that you can use to enhance your own sobriety. So I totally recommend that you try it out if you haven't. I know a lot of people do struggle with meditation, so I highly re- recommend the guided meditation and try the 24 hours of science, right? The silence. Um, and if you do, I would love to hear from you. Email me at tamar at the and let me know how that went for you. But I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you will take advantage of using meditation to enhance your sobriety. And you can come join us for some free practices and so much more in the Connected Calm Life community, which is women in recovery. And you can find us at members.theconnectedcalmlife.com. And I hope to see you there. I have had the privilege to walk alongside of many people who have built their foundation 
and further enhance their recovery. But unfortunately, there are still so many people who are still suffering that need our help. The Road Beyond Recovery podcast is a proud sponsor of Touched by Addiction. Addiction thrives in isolation and darkness. Darkness cannot exist in the presence of light. So if you or someone you know has been affected by addiction, there is help. At Touched by Addiction, we are dedicated to exposing addiction and ending the plague. Be that beacon of hope and light that so many desperately need. Each t-shirt or sweater you buy helps to get a struggling addict off the streets and into a year-long addiction treatment program. If you want to support the movement, go to www.touchedbyaddiction.com.